Engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. Friends, welcome to our daily reading of Scripture and time of prayer together. Pro-Life leader Frank Pavone here. Feel free to leave your, your prayer requests in the comments. We've got a powerful reading here today, and as always, we're going to relate it to that great cause that we are all committed to and that I have been immersed in full-time for much of my life, the pro-life cause. The reading is from the first book of Kings. When Solomon was old, his wives had turned his heart to strange gods. And his heart was not entirely with the Lord his God, as the heart of his father David had been. By adoring Astarte, the goddess of the Sidonians, and Milcom, the idol of the Ammonites, Solomon did evil in the sight of the Lord. He did not follow him unreservedly as his father David had done. Solomon then built a high place to Chemosh, the idol of Moab, and to Molech, the idol of the Ammonites, on the hill opposite Jerusalem. He did the same for all his foreign wives who burned incense and sacrificed to their gods. The Lord therefore became angry with Solomon because his heart was turned away from the Lord, the God of Israel, who had appeared to him twice. For though the Lord had forbidden him this very act of following strange gods, Solomon had not obeyed him. So the Lord said to Solomon, Since this is what you want, and you have not kept my covenant and my statutes which I enjoined on you, I will deprive you of the kingdom and give it to your servant. I will not do this during your lifetime, however, for the sake of your father David. It is your son whom I will deprive. Nor will I take away the whole kingdom. I will leave your son one tribe for the sake of my servant David and of Jerusalem, which I have chosen. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Father, we, um, we pray for those in leadership that they may follow your way, lest the people be harmed, lest the nation be damaged. Father, the responsibilities upon the shoulders of kings in Scripture are in America responsibilities on our own shoulders the voters, the citizens, the people in whom sovereignty has been placed by the founders of this nation. So give us wisdom and give us faithfulness to your commands. We repent of any way in which we have violated your commands. We ask for the good of ourselves, our families, and our country that we be brought to deep repentance and strong fidelity. We pray through Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. You know, we talked just the other day about the wisdom of Solomon. He prayed for it. He received it. One of the lessons that comes through here, isn't it, that is that no matter how many gifts God gives us, He doesn't take away our free will. And because He doesn't take away our free will, there's always, always the danger of us being unfaithful rejecting Him, rebelling against Him, sinning. We don't lose that capacity to mess things up. He sure did here. 
You know, we look in our leaders for, for virtue. And it's not like we're electing a pastor. We're not. You know, a lot of times people have personal quirks or vices that, uh, that we tolerate in our public officials because the reason we're electing them is to get a job done, keep us safe from our enemies, build up our nation, security, economy, religious freedom, etc., you know, we don't look at leaders and say, well, I, I, I'm, going to elect, I'm only going to elect those that are practicing my faith the way I, should, I think it should be practiced. No, you've got to elect people who are going to protect your right to live your faith, not that they're living it. At the same time, there's public virtue or lack thereof. And what you have to notice here about Solomon, it's not just a question of that he sinned. Everybody sins. It's a question of he, him misleading the people. He builds a high place. In other words, a, 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 like a, a, an altar and a sanctuary where people were going and having their children killed. This was the child sacrifice to Molech. Not just that he tolerated it, he built the places for it. And so now you look at the parallel in our day. It's not a matter of you know, internal belief only. Oh, well, I'm pro-choice, some politicians will say. You know what? I really don't care what you believe. I'm concerned about what you're going to do. And they, they're building high places, these Democrat politicians. They're building the high places. They're putting measures into effect that protect not the babies killed by abortion, but protect the act of killing them. They fund not the pregnancy centers that are saving these babies, but the abortion mills that are killing them. Isn't that the same as building the high places? I mean, you may, might as well go out and build these abortion clinics with their own hands, these politicians. That's what they're doing. That's what they're making possible. And the Lord became angry at the whole thing, and the whole nation suffered. The whole kingdom suffered as a result. God was still ultimately faithful to His promises. But the people suffered as a result. You know, when the people came into the, the land that God had promised them, He didn't give it to them on a silver platter. They had to fight. When God came in with His people into the land, He warned them, do not mingle with the other nations. In other words, there are these other nations around you. I've entered into a covenant with you. We have a special relationship, God is saying, so I have manifested myself to you. You know who I am. I always think of that line from the prophet Zephaniah, Blessed are we, O Israel, for what pleases God is known to us. The other nations couldn't say that. They knew what was pleasing to God. And so do we. We have revelation in, in Jesus Christ. We have the Gospels. We have the Son of God incarnate. And so they were warned. You know, there's a boundary line. It's not just a geographical boundary of land. This is spiritual boundary, a covenant boundary, a moral boundary. Do not imitate their practices, because one of those practices was exactly what Solomon fell into here, sacrificing children to demons, shedding innocent blood. We have no idea the price we're going to have to pay because of abortion. And this is it harms the entire people, because you go back to the book of Deuteronomy, the message is clear, and the message is clear throughout Scripture there's such a thing as blood guilt. You shed innocent blood on the land. Here's the point. The whole land has to answer for it. The whole land has to answer for it. 
And that's what happened here. The whole kingdom had an answer for this. And it's multi-generational in its effect. Wow. The Lord had forbidden him, the passage says, this very act of following strange gods. You want to know what a strange god is like in our day? Pro-choice. You want to know a strange god when you see it? This deception that somehow there's something to be gained by killing a baby. There's nothing to be gained. It's a deception. And that is a strange God of our day. That's a form of idolatry. This being wedded to the killing of babies. Friends, let's pray. Let's pray that our nation be freed from this for the good of the country, for the good of each of us, for the good of humanity itself. Father, let's turn to you with greater hearts than ever before. Hearts thirsting for your love, thirsting for your spirit, thirsting for life, yearning to protect life, defend life, yearning to worship you. Lord God, when we worship you, we don't kill. When we worship you, we don't put our own choice in the center of the universe. We put your will in the center. Thy will be done. That's the opposite of pro-choice. Pro-choice is my will be done. We pray to you, thy will be done. And so, Lord, just as Solomon made this terrible mistake, so many in our day are making this mistake. May we have the courage, may we have the insight to point it out, to call it out, and to refrain from imitating it and to enable others not to imitate it as well. Bring us a culture of life where every child is welcomed and protected. Bring us your grace and your blessing today now on all our needs, on all our intentions, and we pray finally in the words that Jesus gave us. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. We pray to our Heavenly Mother, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. There's some scriptures that our pro-choice people have to hear, aren't they? Well, God bless you, friends. Join me each day for these scripture reflections and nurturing our pro-life commitment. Bring others in. Let them know about these programs. And thanks for your prayers. I'm praying for you. Let's continue in the battle together for life. Talk to you soon. Hello, I'm Dr. Alveda King, board member of Priest for Life. More money is being spent in America to kill babies in the womb than to save them. Together, we need to change that. And today, I want to invite you to support our work at Priest for Life. Why ours rather than other groups? Because we have a unique team that helps lead in every arena of the fight against abortion, and we activate the churches where you find people who are most likely to get involved in that fight. To awaken a pastor about abortion is to awaken thousands of people he serves. We do not receive church funding or government grants. We rely on you for individual donations. 
we have a very high evaluation among charities and top security on our donation site, ProLifeGift.org. You can go there for a one-time gift or to become a monthly donor, or you can call us at 321-500-1000. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.